We all have dreams, but dreams by their very nature can be difficult to achieve. That's where Access Credit Union comes in. Whether it's going to college, owning a car or building your dream home, your local credit union can help you to fulfill your dreams. Access Credit Union. Funding dreams for over 50 years. Close your eyes and pull like down. <laughs> and a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport Editor, Kieran McCarthy. Before we kick things off, I'd just like to give a gentle reminder to our listeners and viewers to please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. The Star Sport Podcast is brought to you by Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union prides themselves on delivering for their members. Speak to them today about funding your dreams. Access Credit Union, funding dreams for over 50 years. On this week's podcast, we're chatting to Cork and Castlehaven star Brian Hurley ahead of the Munster Football Championship kicking off this weekend. Cork at their campaign underway with a trip to the Gaelic Grounds to take on Limerick on Saturday at 3 p.m. It's make or break for Ronan McCarthy's side, with no backdoor available to losing sides this year because of this shortened campaign. But Kieran, before we chat Cork football, let's quickly assess the lay of the land in athletics ahead of the Irish team's expected announcement on Thursday. Obviously, we know the Ballinian Bullet, Bill Healy, will be named on the team, but we're still not 100% certain what events she'll be taking part in. So can you maybe shed any light on this for us, the great uninitiated? Yeah, the official team announcement of the Irish Athletic Squad for the Olympics is due this Thursday. It was meant to be earlier this week, but for a couple of reasons, it's been knocked back and knocked back. So Thursday, July 8th is the expected date for the squad will be named. And Phil Healy's name will be in that squad. And uh, the very strong likelihood is that she will be named in the three events, the 200, the 400 and the four by... 400 relay so she qualified in all those um in the, the individual events the 200 and the 400 she reached uh, the quote and the ranking points that she needed and then it was just down to the official selection but the very very strong likelihood is that phil will be going to tokyo in the three events which is an incredible achievement for the balloning bullet and kieran we'll maybe dive into that a little deeper on next week's show but we'll continue to talk about it today as well because i want to ask you something about the future of Irish athletics because the likes of Phil Healy better watch her back because the youth of West Cork are already beginning to gain a foothold even in the international scene too. What can you tell us about this? Well, the next generation is incredibly strong. In the Southern Star every year now, at the start of the year, we run a 20 under 20 or 21 under 21 and that's, that's young sports stars across the region to look out for in the year ahead. And I'm already thinking about 2022 and it's about trying to cut them down to 22 young sports stars because what we're seeing at the moment, the calibre is incredible. And that includes athletics. 
Almost like Tudunvan Brothers had a huge knock-on effect for, for rowing across the land. I think the Philhealy effect is, is taking hold in athletics because the European Under-20 Athletics Championships are coming up in Estonia um, just a weekend after this. And five local West Cork athletes, five talented teens, have been named on the Irish team that's going to tell in, in Estonia. We have the current West Cork youth sports star, Nicola Tuttle, who will go in the hammer. We've Lauren McCourt. She's a young sprinter from Bandon Athletic Club. She's going to go into 200 metres and the 4 by 400 metre relay team. And it's worth pointing out that at last week's South Munster schools, Lauren beat a Phil Healy record in the 200 metres. So Lauren McCourt um, in the 200 metre schools record, she ran faster than Phil did at the same age back then, which is a which is a good indicator for Lauren on the way up. Maeve O'Neill then from Donny Athletic Club is also going, she's going to go into 800 metres and also the 4 by 400 relay with Lauren. And just on May for her second, her, her mom is a very famous runner from Ballon Carragher, Anne O'Neill, representative of Ireland back in the, the 90s, I think it was. But at last week's South Munster Schools Championships, Maeve beat a record by Sonia O'Sullivan that stood since 1987. Like, that's incredible. Maeve ran a, her time in the 800 metre South Munster Schools took seven seconds off Sonia's time, which, like, if you're looking for indicators of where Maeve is right now, she's beaten a Sonia record that has stood since 87. So, again, another very encouraging indicator. But we're not finished there. Fionn Harrington is the third Bandon Athletic Club um, member going to the European Under-20s, and he'll compete in the 3,000 metres. And there's also Diarmuid O'Connor, who will compete in the decathlon. And at an event abroad last month, uh, Dearmouth got a personal best score of 7,316 points and just to put that into a bit of context that was just 20 points off a 34 year old Irish record so Dearmouth is another fella who's in flying form at the moment so that's five young athletes going to European twin, under 20s four of those are from Bandon Athletic Club Phil Healy's club and one is from Donny AC so the future is incredibly bright Jack it is. And uh, just finally to wrap up on this, I'm sure, as you mentioned at the top of the show, that the, the announcement of the Team Ireland athletic side has been pushed back to Thursday. You're obviously thrilled about that, given that the paper goes to presses on Wednesday evening, meaning you won't be able to fit it into the sports section. How does that feel? Uh, absolutely brilliant time and I couldn't be more happy when I found out it's going to be Thursday. First, it's going to be Monday and Tuesday. And I said, oh, hey, that's grand. That, that works great for me. Then it was meant to be on Wednesday and I was like, oh, this is falling to my lap. Just lovely. It will be the same day as the Nationals. Fresh news on the Thursday morning when our readers pick up this Southern Star. And now they've pushed it back to Thursday. Whether they want to have a bit of fun with us or not, I'm not sure what the what the crack is. But don't worry, Jack, we'll have it covered in Thursday Southern Star. So I'm telling the listeners to this podcast, check out Thursday Southern Star and see what we have about Phil Healy. You won't be disappointed. Great stuff. Well, let's park the athletics for a moment and we're going to switch our focus now to Gaelic football because on Saturday at the Gaelic rounds Cork gets the Munster Football Championship campaign up and running with Billy Lee's Limerick the opposition in a few moments as I said we're going to hear from Cork and Castlehaven star Brian Hurley who caught up with Joe McCarthy at the recent launch of Sports Direct's Born to Play campaign but before we hear from Brian we're going to quickly preview the game the treaty men have been making great strides in recent years with the big ball. But Kieran, despite the stop-start nature of Cork's league performance, you'd surely have to make Rowan McCarthy's side big favourites. 
they're favourites for Saturday. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're big favourites, Jack, because Limerick are coming off a huge win against Waterford. They beat them 4-18 to 12 points in the, the quarterfinal there a couple of weeks ago. So Billy Leesman will be hopping off the ground and they're they're at home on, on Saturday. There, there'll be fans there. We don't know yet how many fans will be in the Gaelic grounds. And I don't think they'd fear this Cork team coming up. Obviously, you'd still expect and fancy Cork to get through. But it depends what version of Cork we'll see on Saturday. If it's the Cork team that we saw in the first 50 minutes against Westmead in that Division 2 relegation playoff a couple of weeks ago, then Cork could be in a bit of trouble because Limerick have some tasty forwards there who know how to score and who know where the posts are. Um, and just that open 15 minutes against Westmead, the Cork defence was all at sea. It was so open. There was not a hand being put on the Westmead forwards running right through. So definitely defensively, Cork need to tighten up because they also shipped a big score against Clare in the previous game. But it's up to the other end for, for Cork, you would think, have the firepower. But that said, still, you're still without Cahill O'Mahony, who's injured. He's out for a bit with a hamstring injury. And Kieran Sheehan has retired from inter-county football since then. Um, there's really made replacements there, like you have the likes of Brian Hurley and Mark Collins, who were subs during the league. They're ready there to come on and take their place. John O'Rourke and Rory Dean, who came off injured against Westmead, they should both be, be fit to play as well. Sean Powter hopefully will be back in the mix um, when, they're, when they're picking the team later this week. So you'd expect Cork to get through, but it, 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 won't, it won't be as straightforward as, as some might feel it could be. Well, let's not waste any more time because we have an interview here now with Brian Hurley who caught up with Joe McCarthy at a recent Sports Direct launch. Okay, absolutely delighted uh, to be joined here on the Southern Star podcast by none other than Cork Senior and Castlehaven Maestro, Brian Hurley. Brian, how are you? All is good, Jar. All is good. Uh, Looking forward to championship now, you know, around the corner in a few weeks. Um, So all is good, to be honest. Just looking forward to playing ball at, at the highest level. Good stuff. Um, before we get into that, I know you've probably been asked this, but is there any truth to the rumour that you're running for local elections in Union Hall after being photographed with on Taoiseach, literally <laughs> rubbing, sho- uh, rubbing shoulders? No, no, I just happened to be driving past, to be honest with you. I was asked to get out for a photo, so that's how that came across, to be honest. Um, Good stuff. I leave the politics now to yes. me all junior. <laughs> Very good. Uh, let's talk positives. Um, the National League campaign didn't go the way Cork and Ron McCarthy necessarily would have wanted it to go, but your own form and your own fitness, uh, the final game uh, against Westmead, you came off the bench after 35 minutes and contributed 1-4. You scored not 2 coming off the bench uh, against Clare and you scored another couple of points earlier on uh, as well against Kildare. How happy are you with your form first before we talk about fitness? Yeah, um... My form is coming good, I think, at the right time. Um, didn't play a massive amount of, of game times I'd like to, but, um, you know, that's just down to, like, you know, I, I got a clash of heads and stuff that put me back maybe 10 days and stuff. So, yeah, no, look, it's it's the time to, to be picky up, really, like, you know, um, especially looking at, you know, the club scene, hopefully, down the line as well. Like, so, yeah, I, I can, I suppose, other years I'd have been firing a bit early and stuff like that, but I feel, I feel sharp now and I feel good. The body, the body feels well, and uh, just it's ready to take it up to the next notch, really. 
Um, quite a lot of competition for places in that Cork forward line, as you well know. A lot of young players coming through, the likes of Cahal O'Mahony. Would you like to have played more than you did, or are you happy that you've got enough game time, you don't want to be aggravating any injuries and be ready for championship? No, look, sure. Like, to be honest, I, I love playing football and I just want to play more of it. Like, But, um, yeah, look, I suppose game time really will will determine your sharp and stuff like that. But I feel good, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been training a lot. I've, I haven't missed much training, so... And you're going to get you're going to get sharp enough there as well, like you know. But I suppose you can't beat games, and hopefully I get one or two in for the next two weeks, two and a half weeks, and uh, yeah, be in contention for for starting or you know there thereabouts anyway. I don't want to go back over old ground because we've talked a lot about in the past you and I about injuries. You're fit. Um, how much? And I've read interviews where you've spoken about your fitness. How important is a positive mindset when you're dealing with injuries to be in the position that you're in now? Yeah, sure. it's everything really. Like, because you know, if, if you're not positive, you're not going to put into action really. Like, you know, um, like you know, injuries are part part of the game now, and you see more and more of them um, occurring. You know, not even just in in, in our camp, but across the across the board and across the country. Um, I suppose you know, the way I look at it is is how you respond to it. Like, you know, it's it's easy to feel sorry for yourself and you know take the, the easy life and you know go out and enjoy the crack with the rest of the lads and stuff like that it's easy to fall off the bandwagon but basically if you're serious about it like it's how you react to it and how you get back on track and how you build your sport team and your medical team around you um, that's the biggest part of it because it's the early days or the days that really count like picking up injuries so look you know like I've been you know I, I kind of passed it like, like I just I, I just want to play football now I've missed uh I just want to, to get ball in my hands and enjoy it and, you know, take on defences. That's my job. So I'm looking forward to hopefully getting a chance to that over the next few weeks. I was at the Castlehaven and Valley Rovers uh, league game, the first county league game of the season, and sitting in front of me in the stand were you, Mark Collins and Michael Hurley. You, the three of you were jumping every time the ball was going left. You, were, you, you, were, you didn't realise it yourselves. I was watching. You were practically kicking it yourselves. I can see how much you would like to have been out there with your club all your focus is on the county for now and that's fine two questions how important is it to have the likes of Mark and Mike with you on the inter-county scene and secondly how how much are you looking forward to putting a Castlehaven jersey on again yeah um, I suppose to, to answer the first part of the question really like you know two boys like you know kind of joined to the hip in a way like you know but it's, it's, it's a good thing like you know what I mean like we're, we're on the phone daily like we're texting each other I know, like, you know, my relationship with Michael wouldn't have been as good before he's been involved in Cork, I suppose, but we're just, we're seeing a lot more of each other and we get along much, much better, um, which is good, like, not that we were ever all out with his <laughs> four years and stuff like that, so, but it's, you know, it's, it's a daily thing, like, where we, 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 we've we our own little WhatsApp, the three of us, who always be taking the mick out of each other and stuff, you know, but it, it's very healthy and it's good and, yeah, we're like we're always in places together and stuff, and like the match, like you know, sure, obviously you want to play like when they're the guys you grew up with, and they're the guys we're in a county final with, they're the guys you want to play with, like you know, obviously after Cork and stuff, but of course you have to show the face and be down there as well. But um, yeah, the second part of the question, like, is you know, like playing with them and like they make you better players because they understand your runs, they understand your next where maybe other players. Like, you know, obviously you play with like McGuire and I might have a very good relationship as well. You, you play it throughout the years and you get better familiar with each other. But two boys in particular and 
hopefully look Michael will get a better break he's after a good few injuries in fairness to himself over the last few years um, and even the last few months so he's, hopefully he'll be back in training this week and uh, he can put me under pressure a bit as well which is that's what it's all about really like you know That'll be another addition to the WhatsApp group. I could imagine the messages going back and forth on that. Um, we don't know at this juncture who Cork are going to face in the Munster Championship, but it doesn't matter whether it's Limerick or Waterford because it's going to be a tough match either way. At this time of the year, just when the Championship is getting underway because it's so compressed now because of COVID, how excited are you, first of all, as an inter-county footballer? I know you want to get out there and you, want to get, you just want to play, as you've said, but it goes up a notch at this time of the year. Training goes up a notch, I would imagine, and the, the intensity of those training sessions and those matches. Am I correct in that? In that everyone's looking for their players? Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, championship is where it's at. It's where you're judged. Like, you know, people can talk about leagues and stuff like, but like last year, people were happy on about Cork being Division 3 and Jesus, everyone wanted a piece of Cork after them being Kerry. Like, so it's championship you're judged on, really. Like, and I, I know that from years beyond, but like, we were speaking earlier about like performance level, like this is where you want to be coming into it, really. Like, you know, um, it's going to be fly- flying in the league and all that, but it's hard to maintain it because obviously a championship is not about this year and it'll be a bit faster. But it, you want to be coming into form now, like, because no, you want to be in peak during, during championship, it's at the highest level, everyone's in their best condition because they have maybe six or eight months training underneath them. Um, and yeah, look, July 10th is on. Is in my diary and uh, on the lads' diary, so we're looking forward to it. And um, you know, you know, if, if you're not looking forward, you shouldn't really be involved. Like you know, what I mean, it's that kind of way. But you no, know, the other good thing this year is it's summer. Like it's summer football. Mm. Like, look, I didn't complain last year's championship because obviously the virus and everything. We were we were stripped of games and whatnot, and it was you know it was rushed in the end kind of. But this year it's summer football. You know, July Munster semi final. Um, whoever will be there will be, you know, late July, Munster final. Like, that's what you want to be playing. The Sun, whether it be Clarny, Parky Cueve, Tarlis, wherever it'll be on, like, you know, games. Summer football, you can't beat. So that's that's a good buzz to have as well, like, you know. Suits your game as well, Brian, doesn't it? The, those types of pitches, you know, the bounce, to be able to, to get around the defender. I mean, instead of the the slog that can be winter and, the, you know, just coming out coming into winter, player yeah. can look forward and kick from either foot really suits you, doesn't it? yeah. Maybe so. Um, to be honest, I'd play anywhere. <laughs> I'd play in many conditions, but it definitely gives an extra bit of buzz. And, you know, it just, you enjoy it more, like, you know, when it's sunny and even go down training in the park or CIT, wherever we are, like, it's, it's just, it's different. everyone's in good form and, it's, and the weather's good, like, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a bit more normality. If, if that mm-hmm. It's like last year's championship would have been strange in a way, like, you know, playing under lights with rain and um, parking queeve in November or whatever it was like and uh, and no fans there so hopefully like they'll be able to come back in as well and bring bring a bit of buzz to it as well Yeah you spoke as well there about you know increasing the level of performance at this time of the year and just absolutely trying to get it right from Cork's point of view so you've obviously got a semi-final um, first of all you need to negotiate that correctly before you can start thinking about a monster final but for looking back at last year Brian the one word that kept coming back was consistency that Cork rose their game brilliantly to beat Kerry and then just couldn't match Tipperary in the, in the Munster final. Has that been mentioned a lot this year? Look, we've got to be consistent because I've seen little increments of improvement in each of those league games. Yeah, no, like, you know, like, I think we're, we're building nicely and we're improving per game. We're, we're breeding and blooding in a few younger players um, that got good game time during the league. Um, so... Like, you know, when you're trying out new things and, and bringing in new faces, consistency 
Um, it might be questioned or whatnot, but like I, I, I can see improvement from being inside the camp. Um, I think we've played in the last twelve co- uh, competitive matches we played. We've we've won ten of them. Like you know what I mean. Um, one of them would have been where we underperformed in the month's final last year, and the other one was against. Um, would have been against uh, Kildare. We had a poor 25, 30 minutes. Like you know what I mean. So uh, for me, maybe I'm looking at the positives. Others can look at the negatives, but. There's something nice building here, and um, as I said, there's if you're at training and you can see it, there's just plenty of competition for places. So everyone's patting their heels and, and trying to perform their best to get to get their name on the sheet, like you know. And just before we finish, um, just to jump outside the Munster Championship for a second, you also uniquely have a county final to look forward to at some stage. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how a player look. You know, you know yourself. You've played in county finals. You've you've been involved in the build up. The gap. It's going to be a one off occasion. I know Mallow and Aero went off the last night and they went off really well and it was a great game. Like, and I would expect Castlehaven and Nemo to be the same. You can't think about it now, and I know you're not thinking about it now because Cork is your only focus. But when the time comes, how much of a boost is it when you get back that you have a county final to look forward to? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's 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 special and it's weird in the same same bracket, yeah. you know. Um, but come here, like you know, like. Like growing up, Jesus, county finals were the, you know, oh, it was the biggest thing that ever happened in the parish, really. Like, you know what I mean? It's bigger than weddings and whatnot. Like, so, like, it's just, it's there in the back of the head. It's it's kind of weird because you have to concentrate fully on Cork and give everything to it now and focus on the system we're playing and the playing and get myself right and get myself into the team. But it's there, it's in the back of the head. And boys are, boys are training hard. They're, they're really training hard. Like, there's, there's six of us involved in county teams. There's, Two or three more, four more injured, maybe. Um, like so they're training hard. There's other fellas, you know, getting into shape and, and and putting their hand up when we're not there, which is great. So but like, you know, the boys are ready and we'll fit their back in hopefully. But uh i I I'll be honest with you, I'm really looking forward to that side of it, to be honest with you. Like, you know, who wouldn't be like, you know, hmm. the final against Nemo, hopefully be in the park, um, a few crowd back, um, a few bosses up from West Cork, please gone. And uh, that's what you play football for, really. Like, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that when I want. Yeah, a few buses will be more than a few buses going up now from your part of the neck of the woods, as you well know. It'll be, be well supported if it's possible on the day. Just finally, um, for Cork, you know, a Munster semi final is what you're building for. You don't know your opponent just yet as we're having this interview, but the focus is just on that game and that game alone. It won't matter whether it's Limerick or Waterford, you know, and Ronan knows. You've got to hit that level of performance if you want to progress. I would imagine you cannot wait for that game to come around. Yeah, um, I'm ready now. Like to be honest with you, like um, we're two and a half weeks out, but my body feels good. Uh, I've done the right things. I've done the work. Uh, I've done all the work. You know, before we got into the return to play, we were training a lot on our own. Did all the extra bits myself. I, 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 I don't want to sound arrogant, but I, I feel like I have the work done and I'm ready. Uh, I think there's there's a lot of competition and that's great coming into this, you know, two weeks off from championship, that's what you want. You know, you want to give the, the management a headache picking the team, but um, like, come here, you can't beat championship. You know, I, I can remember rolling back eight years ago playing against Limerick above in, in Limerick. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. Like, you know, and, you still feel like that now. It's just the buzz it brings. Um, and But, you know, it's all great looking forward to it and it's all rosy-dosy, like, you know, oh, playing Limerick in, or Waterford or Kerry or Tip or whoever it is, like, but 
you don't perform, you know, you might as well forget about it because there's no point being there or being a part of something. Um, it's all about winning, to be honest with you. And that's championship, you know. You have to win on the day, you have to perform today, and two weeks' time will tell. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, that's that's what this is why we train for maybe six or eight months of the year. This is why we make the sacrifices is to play a championship, and no matter who you're playing. Um, and we're, we're really looking forward to it. Well, on behalf of everybody in the Southern Star and the podcast and, and the newspaper and all football supporters in Cork, we wish you nothing but success, and especially you, Brian. An injury-free run, hopefully, this year and a lengthy championship run as well. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it, bye. Thank you. Great stuff there from Brian, as always. And we'd, of course, like to echo what George said at the end, just wishing the Cork footballers all the best in the Munster semi-final on Saturday. Now, before we look ahead, to this week's paper, we're going to hear a quick message from our sponsors, Access Credit Union, about their brilliant new Funding Dreams campaign. Hi, I'm Fiona Kangataran, and I'm an illustrator from Kinsale. During lockdown, wanting to keep myself busy and just having a mad year, I felt like I needed to do something different. And I actually went back and picked up an old hobby where it left off. And it was a passion of mine since I was a kid. It was drawing. I made personalised cards for each and every one of my friends as each and every birthday and celebration and event that got cancelled, postponed or just something that we couldn't meet up in person to celebrate and I wanted it to mark something special that not just that I remembered the date but just that I see them and I love them and I care and of course I miss them so much and I think we're all going through that all at the same time and so when I shared those images online it resonated with so many people and I didn't realize the positive impact that it would have. And it was really powerful. And it was this immediate validation that I was doing something right, that, that this was a sign of where I should be taking my, my own career. And then when Access Credit Union approached me about their Funding Dreams campaign, it just felt like fate. And they wanted their community to be represented. They wanted people to be seen and they wanted to bring people together and that's what the credit union does and I just couldn't be prouder to be a part of this project and the same part time it's actually made my dream come true of being a paid illustrator so I couldn't be more grateful that it's going in this direction. Okay Kieran before we wrap things up you might just give us a reminder of what readers can expect in this week's Sutter Star sports section. We spoke about Phil Healy, we spoke about the Cork footballers, so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of content surrounding both those stories, but what else can readers expect? Um, it was a very busy weekend last weekend across all different sports, and this weekend coming up is just as busy. The Cork Senior Camogie team won the Munster final last weekend, and I caught up with Paulie Murray this week just to chat about just to chat about the Munster Championship campaign, the, the big win against Limerick in the final, and also just to touch base about a couple of local players who are on the, the Cork senior team. So you have young Kira O'Sullivan from Newcastle who started the last couple of games at Wing Forward, and she's done quite well, and she's really putting up her hands for a starting spot come the Championship. Orla Cronin has missed the last two games with a shoulder injury, and we have an update on her fitness in Thursday's Southern Star. And in her absence in the Cork team, Fiona Keating has been given a go at centre forward, and what Paddy is happy with is that there's no options. Cork have options to move players around, and he feels that will strengthen their hand come the championship. And they're they're throwing in there. I think it's against Dublin on Sunday week. So the Cork Camogie team is is looking quite good right now in terms of the options that Paddy Murray has available. 
Keeping on the trend of athletics, I have an interview with Dara McElhinney in Torres' Southern Star. And anyone who's listened to this podcast over the years knows that Dara is one of the most insightful and interesting sports people that we have in West Cork right now. And Dara's talking about uh, this is going to be his biggest race in two years. He's in action this week weekend in Estonia, where he's it's the European under 23s 5,000 meter final. This is the race he's been building up towards. We haven't seen or heard much of Dara in the last couple of weeks and months because he's been focusing in on this race and he's getting his preparation right, his training, and he's saying he's in the best shape he's ever felt in. So touch wood and best luck to Dara McElhinney as he tries to get on the podium over at the European under-23s. A huge weekend of local soccer is coming up this weekend. The two Beamish Cup semi-finals are on on Sunday. Indrina and Joe McCarthy previews both of those. We've also a lot of local GA action too. Uh, Clannacilty kept their good run going when they beat Carby Rangers in the County League Cup. A, new, a report and reaction from that. Argentine Rangers, sorry, they lost their intermediate A hurling status last weekend. We've a report and reaction from that. Randall Ogue took on Glen Gareth in the County Junior B game. Again, reaction, match report, and there's a lot, lot more besides that. And Jesus, Jack, we've, we've got to this stage of the podcast, and we haven't mentioned the man at the moment, Gavin Coombs. Oh, what a weekend it was for Gavin last weekend. He made his Ireland senior debut, came off the bench for the last 10 minutes in the win against Japan at the Aviva Stadium. So we have pictures from that. I caught up with Mark Salter Townsend, who is the Skibbering Rugby Club president, to talk about the impact that Gavin's first senior cap will have in the club. And it has to have a knock-on effect because now... Here in Skibbereen and even West Cork, we have another Irish senior international rugby player. So it's shown that there is this path right from Skibbereen and West Cork right up to the Ireland senior team. So huge congrats to Gavin Coombs, the first I expect of many Ireland caps. And the Irish team is back in action against the USA in the Aviva this Saturday evening. I think it's 7.15 throw-in. The team will be named later in the week. So hopefully we'll see Gavin there again. And hopefully too, Fanine Witchley will get to make his Ireland senior bow. So there's plenty of rugby coming up. And also, last but not least, Darren Sweetenham has signed for a new club in France. I'm not even going to try to pronounce their name because I butcher it. But check out Thursday Southern, Southern Star where you can read about this, about his new club. So there's that and a lot, lot more. As you can see, Jack, the sport is fallen enough pages this week. Yeah, absolutely packed edition. I think it's Oinyu. Oinyu. Is that how they pronounce it? I have absolutely no idea. I've just seen it written down. I've never heard it spoken. So yeah, I think stick with the reading of that name and people can make up their own decision of how to pronounce it when they see Thursday's Southern Star. Um, if you can't get to the shops, of course, you can pick up a copy of the e-paper. Just go to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper and you can read the Southern Star on your computer, tablet or smartphone for less than two euro per week. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport podcast this week. We'll be back at the same time next week. If you enjoy these shows, please make sure to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Slán Tomlin.